For many families all over the world, packing up life for a week and flying off on a vacation to a foreign country is guaranteed to be full of happy memories. Boarding the plane, brimming with excitement and overstuffed suitcases, you and your family have made many plans for your trip abroad. But odds are you didn't plan on traveling into the epicenter of what was about to be one of the worst natural disasters in human history. This is based bias or BS. My name is Maddie. And I'm Zach. And this is the podcast where two best friends tell one true story. On this week's episode, we'll be talking about The Impossible. So, this movie came out in 2012. Whoa. Right. That's 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. (laughs) And 2012 was like the year of like the famed apocalypse, which kind of like goes into... Like, I don't know, what people were, like, thinking of when they walked into the movie theater to see this. That's even scarier now, thinking <laughs> about it. They're like, the end of the world is here. And what if it's this? Even though the event didn't happen in that year, but, you know. But still. We'll get to it. We'll exactly. get to the event. This this film was also highly nominated. Um, it had a couple stars among the cast. Mr. Is it... I'm going to be honest. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't know how to say... <laughs> This man's name. Um, I'm sorry to this man. Ewan McGregor. Ewan. Ewan? <laughs> I can't. I was going to ask you how to say it because, yeah, I, I, think, I think it is Ewan. Ewan, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Ewan but McGregor. I feel like I have a speech impediment when so I I'm say So I'm just going to call him Mr. McGregor. Mr. McGregor. Mr. McGregor was in this film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was all accompanied... Mm-hmm. By Naomi Watts. Yes. Who was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Actress. Okay. The in Golden. What year? In probably like 2013? Yeah. 2012. Probably. Yeah. Okay. In one of the third. It was either 2012 or 2013. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, which I also Maybe. learned Academy Award is the same as an Oscar. Yes. Yes, it is. Congrats. <laughs> Don't <laughs> um... tell my mom. <laughs> She'll be so disappointed. It's like, I think it's because the. Academy is the people who vote or something. I don't know. Correct. It doesn't really matter, but yeah. She was also nominated for the Golden Globe Award for Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama and a Screen Actors Guild Award for Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Leading Role. Lovely. None of them were one, but Uh, she got the nom. She got... And she deserves it. I saw the movie when it first came out, and I don't really remember much of it, but... I remember she did a great performance. Well, and do you remember the debut of a young man named (laughs) Mr. Tom Holland? Right? I had no idea. (laughs) I had no idea he was in this until recently. Yeah. Did you know his brothers were also in this movie? Really? As extras? Yes. As extras in the movie? He had two brothers that were in the movie as well. I love that. As like... Well, I don't want to... Okay. I, I can say what they are without spoiling anything. Okay. Boy please. in the Tent 1 and Boy in the Tent 2. <laughs> Not numbered. Boy in the Tent. Uh, Boy in the Tent 1 and Boy in the Tent 2. I love that. I had no idea. That's so cool. Right. So I had the pleasure of watching this movie at the wonderful hour of 7 in the morning. 
<laughs> by choice. <laughs> it was heart pounding. Yeah. Yeah. Thrilling, to say the least. It was thrilling. It was every emotion you could probably experience. I didn't I didn't experience much comedy, I will say. <sighs> yeah. Few and far between. Yeah. Not much comedy at all. Like not to be found whatsoever. It is earth shattering, quite literally, like this entire movie, if I remember it correctly. And I'm waiting I wanna rewatch it, but I was waiting until Obviously, after this. The film, did it, at the beginning of it, or at the end, did it say, like, based on true events or something? The based first on... thing it said is based on tr- a true story, and then everything but the words true story disappeared. So, like, the first thing you see is, like, a black screen with white letters. And it says true story. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. So, that's exactly what <clears throat> we're going to do today. Talk about the true story behind the movie and what inspired... This crazy movie that you watched at 7 a.m. I can't imagine. So, for Christmas holiday in 2004, the Balan Alvarez family took a vacation to the Orchid Resort Hotel in Khao Lak, Thailand. Um, tracks. That tracks. <laughs> um, that's what's happening. So, um, this three-star hotel which was and still is actually managed by a local family. It features this main swimming pool area, which is a iconic thing. Um, yes. So <laughs> this, agreed. Agreed. Um, this main swimming pool area, it has a jacuzzi, a swim up bar, and even a little kid pool. Um, so in addition to this pool area, the Orchid Resort, it also features a beachfront restaurant, a spa, and it also has private access to one of their beaches. So it's that to say, like, it's right up on the coastline. It is has private access to a beach. It's literally right up. There. Yes. And the family's hotel room is literally right on the beach. Oh, really? Yes. In Are the, they, like, in a little, like... In the film, they mentioned they're supposed to be in, like, a third floor villa of okay. some type and they're like well we actually moved you so now you have the exact you have a pool right outside and you're like oh. you have this amazing beach view oh okay were they like right in the pool area yes the big one okay um so well, i don't know if their hotel room was okay but, but that's where they spend some time yes okay. so let's who are these people on the vacation their family but we've got in our family um maria balan who is the mother and she works as a physician. Mm-hmm. Then the father, whose name is Enrique Alvarez, and their three sons, who are Lucas, who is 10 years old, Tomas, who is eight years old, and Simon, who was five years old. There is a point that I already know to talk about that this family is from Spain and they're all a Spanish family, but in the movie, it's all white people. Yes, and something I noticed right off the bat was they're showing the the like dinner area of this resort and mm-hmm. there's overwhelmingly a lot of white families oh. like sitting at the tables too okay. um but it's and like it emphasizes it being a resort yeah. also and it's christmas yeah yeah it's christmas the definitely. whole situation yeah so what i th- i thought that was kind of weird um and and that I, they chose not to cast them yeah well so what actually happened was Spoiler alert, like this Maria, who we talk about, she like helped work on the film Mm. and she, they asked her because she was the inspiration for the film before like it had been written or casting happened or anything. They asked her who she wanted 
to play her. And she said Naomi Watts because she had like seen her in something. So that is kind of where that happened. I also think like coming from like the film industry in like, when was it? 2012? Yeah. They're like, where this is getting released, America and Australia, I think, were the main places. It like, a white family on vacation is much going to draw out more people. Sure. Um, yeah. So we, I was like, we're going to have to talk about that because it's a, just like a whitewashing version, whitewashed version yeah. of the movie. But um, so the real family, they were a Spanish family who had most recently been living in Japan for the dad's job. Is that that tracks? tracks? Yes, okay. they were living in Japan for the dad's job, and and the mom ha- was not working, but okay, but was was a doctor, is what she said. Okay, yeah, yes, correct. So on December twenty sixth, two thousand four, at around eight in the morning, um, the entire family was all out in the main swimming pool area. Um, it was early in the morning, so it wasn't too hot yet, but it was still like bright and sunny. Enrique and the sons were all playing in the pool area while. Maria was relaxing to the side when, quote, all of a sudden, the world starts to shake. Yes. That's, like, pretty much exactly what happened. The first thing, actually, that gave it away in the movie was the blender stopped working. Really? Yeah. All of a sudden, this fork was like, what the heck? Oh, there was, like, a little, like, foreshadowing? Well, I actually have written down, dun, 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 the blender stops working, the breeze picks up. Oh, Everyone no. slow turns, the birds go crazy, the trees come down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, everyone has the same names, except they are whitewashed versions of the names. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Maria, Lucas, Henry, yeah. instead of Enrique, Thomas, oh, and Simon. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, the names were like, it was T-O-M-A-S, like without an H. Right. So I was like, no, is that, that Tomas? Makes, right. And then the Simon had, like, an accent more not. So it could be, like... So it was, like, Simone right. or something. I don't know. So this part is a quote from one of the sons, Tomas. He said, You really don't understand what is happening, and you start to hear screams. Then, all of a sudden, you see a black wall. Many times when you think of a tsunami, you imagine a big wave that you can recognize. But really, it's a massive wall that approaches so fast. Before you even understand what happens, you're being drowned. You're being pulled underwater. You lose consciousness. End quote. Now, what do you have to say about Black Wall? Because multiple fam, multiple members, I'll talk about it too, like multiple people in the family talked about it being a big Black Wall. Is that like kind of how it felt? I Yes. I don't know that I would say wall specifically. Like it's kind of hard to make it look like that what i have written down is like you can still kind of see that it's water but because we're looking down at the sh- like you're mm. seeing it come from the ocean oh okay like from, all the as way. the audience yes okay but um but yes i could see what you mean by by wall because all of a sudden <clears> like <throat> tom tom holland dives into <laughs> <laughs> dives into the pool his uh-huh. mom's like get get under dive oh. and he dives into the pool before like the wall comes oh really so he ends up in the pool. Okay. And in the movie, the dad, the dad's like running, holding the two younger boys, really? like trying to get out of the pool. <gasps> and the mom is up against this like glass wall and just like shelters herself and just like. Ooh, I got it, chills. Just yeah. Hearing that. And, and they do, they do a good job of showing like, there's like a good, I felt like 10 minutes of just like. <sighs> yeah. Watching them try and like get to each other or just screaming and like, just like being pushed. Yeah. So since we're talking about the opening scene, 
I, when I was doing my research, it was kind of hard to avoid like learning about the movie because we'll just, we'll learn more about it. But basically that scene in the movie took an entire year of filming, like all of the just special effects first and like all of the like disaster parts of it. It took them a full year of filming to do it. And just that, I think it's like a 10 minute long scene is cost them $10 million to do. They were like, this is the moment of the movie that is most like impactful and has to drive the rest of the entire movie. Just that. It drove. drove. (laughs) Hong Kong. It drove. It drove. It drove, honey, all the way to the bank. Okay, so what had just happened was a 100 foot tsunami wave had just hit the coast of Khao Lak, Thailand. Here's a little tsunami science. I learned some things, um, and I didn't really know what, honestly, tsunamis were. I knew it was a big wave, but what actually is it? So, according to the esteemed um, news source Wikipedia, um, a tsunami is a massive wave that is generated by, quote, a large displacement of water. So, I think, like, regular tides and waves are caused by the moon. Influence, like... In like they move with the moon. <laughs> I think like I, I think the moon's gravity or something pulls the water. <laughs> the moon, does the moon have gravity? I don't know. It's it's something to do with the moon. Yeah. Okay, but tsunamis have nothing to do with that. They're caused by displacements of water, which basically means like disturbances. So, like, what was the list I had? Um, it's like the one of them. Tsunamis. Like the air. What is like the air? Like if a tornado situation, I, am I confusing two things? No, you have the right principle of like disturbance, something that's not like gravity or tides or something. Is it related to a hurricane? Less hurricanes, okay. more bigger like physical disturbances such as underwater earthquakes, oh. volcanic eruptions, landslides, and even meteorites. So Oof. like big crashes into okay. the sea or that will cause a big obviously disturbance of water um so basically big disturbance big wave so what happened on this day was at exactly 07 58 a.m how do i why'd you say 07 (laughs) i don't know because i wrote it like that 07 58 (laughs) a.m well because it's like tracked like they know exactly when this disturbance happened because it was like yeah but you could have said 758 <laughs> well in my notes it says 07 but 07 yeah 07 not oh <laughs> <laughs> okay at exactly 758 and 53 seconds local time <laughs> a quote under Undersea megathrust earthquake occurred off the coast of Indonesia. So they're in Thailand, Indonesia, and yes, I checked, they are close on the map. This earthquake had a magnitude of 9.1 to 9.3. And spoiler alert, it's out of 10. So (laughs) this was the third largest earthquake ever recorded in history. And the largest so far in the 21st century. So if we remember the idea of big disturbance, big wave, this is largest. the biggest, yeah. third largest in history. So that's not really good for everybody. Are you saying it's the biggest or it's the third biggest? It's 
It's the largest in the 21st century. Sure. But the third largest ever. ever. Yep. Got it. Ever. Um, which I don't know which is more impressive. I feel like third largest ever. is That's wild. Um, okay, so this natural disaster even caused subsequent earthquakes to happen all over the planet. Even as far as... And I want you to guess. How, do you, how far do you think earthquakes happened because of this earthquake? Thousands of miles. <laughs> I know. I mean, a place. Guess a place I in relation guess, to. I can't guess the place without revealing that I don't. Okay, the answer is Alaska. I was gonna say America. Okay, that's correct. Alaska is. But America. I couldn't remember how far we are from. I I was also thinking that I think we're pretty far. Okay, so I said in my notes, guess he he. You're probably wrong. It's Alaska. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was right, though. And this is what caused the massive tsunami that was currently hitting the coast of Thailand. So Maria Balan, the mother, she told The Mirror, which is a UK magazine, I think, um, later that, quote, we started to hear a very horrible sound. I was looking around thinking maybe this is just in my mind. No one recognized the sound. It just felt like the earth was coming apart, but everything looked perfect. I was facing the sea and saw a huge black wall. I didn't think it was the sea. I thought it was a black wall coming to get us. Two of the younger boys, Simon and Tomas, they were in the pool with their father, Enrique. And Lucas, who's the eldest and also Tom Holland, had just gotten out to grab a ball, which was actually a Christmas present from the day before. Does he grab the ball? I don't remember if he grabs it in that moment, but the ball is recurring. Really? Yes. (gasps) That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So they had just gotten that for Christmas and that's the reason he had gotten out of the pool. So Maria screamed to her family when she saw the black wall and before she could do anything else, the wave reached the resort. So there, I, in my research, I didn't find anything about the diving into the water thing, but that sounds epic yeah it was epic and then you saw like the wave happen yeah and and just like things like the pool did turn like brown pretty quickly from like being blue and you could see just like debris everywhere everywhere yeah yeah so before she could do anything maria was swept away by the enormous wave which was already carrying cars trees wreckage and even entire homes in its path she was incredibly disoriented from being flipped and spun around in the water hit by debris and banging up against more stable structures she didn't know which way would lead her to the surface and desperate for air and safety she didn't even have time to make decisions the water made them for her was there like a moment of like her just like flipping and spinning yes. and just like i where am i going i yes but not until the end of mm. the movie oh really did we see that that oh, really like i can i'm exactly what you're saying is what happens like i don't want to say anything else yeah okay okay yeah. we'll get there <laughs> yes the um, answer's yes love it later in the hospital she found oh, out in the hospital already well like just like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> um it, because we're talking about her being underwater in that moment later in the future she found out that um she was underwater for at least three minutes can you imagine no three minutes okay. no i couldn't um so when she was finally able to make her way to the surface she clung onto a tree assessing her body maria could see that she had deep cuts to her chest and a very bad wound on her right thigh dazed in pain and confusion on what had just happened 
she saw something that immediately brought her back to reality. Her son, Lucas, was, Tom Holland, was about 15 meters away, which is 50 feet, um, head bobbing in the water. Then, in the tsunami wave, she's safe on a tree. She lets go of the tree, which is wild, but I understandable because your child is floating away. She lets go of the tree and swims against the current and swims against the current of a literal actual tsunami to grab her son and bring him back to the tree. Does that happen? Does she save Tom Holland? Maria. Yeah. Is clutching <laughs> to a palm tree screaming for her life. Oh no. Until And like screaming for her life. Yeah, screaming for her life. And they do this like wide shot out and like you see like first you like after Okay. (laughs) They talk about the wall situation. Then you kind of see a Maria getting swept away by the current. Yeah. Then you they like cut to her clinging to this tree. Uh And then they slowly zoom out and it's just like in the middle. Yes. Just so much destruction. So she's clutching the tree. Then she sees a young uh-huh. Tom Holland. <gasps> Yay. Screaming for his life. And oh then they start a never-ending, what seemed like rushing, water, Jack and Rose on the door. Like, <laughs> there was like a mattress situation. She's like, grab that mattress, grab the mattress. And then they're both like trying to get on this mattress. Um, Not Jack and Rose. And then they're about to like grab hands, grab hands, grab hands, and boom, yeah. ripped away by a current. Oh, it was tragic. Yeah, they, they, th- so then they're like ripped away. Um, finally they got to each other on a different tree. So like okay. in that they like got to a different okay. tree. Yes. Um, and yeah. uh-huh. cuts disgusting Ooh. back of her thigh. Yeah. Just ripped off, like rip Ooh. hanging from her, like back chunk of her right thigh, Ooh. just hanging off. Woof. And so like every time <clears throat> they pan into the water, you see like a f- freaking just fucking right blood trail. Yeah. Seven in the morning. So there's that. That was thrilling. <laughs> Um, okay, so they're in a tree. Yeah. Let's leave them there for a second. They're in a tree. Okay. Pause. Because. Are they in a tree by themselves? Well, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. <laughs> Remember, the father, Enrique, he had the two sons and they were in the pool. Yeah. Um, he had been holding on to one of the sons, the youngest, Simon, when the wave hit. But it tore them apart immediately. Enrique was grabbed by the wave and smashed into a column supporting the ground floor of the hotel. He was eventually able to grab onto a tree and remain there for half an hour. He cried out in pain and for his family, which he was sure were dead. And then he hears, Papa! (laughs) Should I do a little? No. Papa! No. Mama! No. Lucas! Simon! No. <laughs> I'm sorry. The only one you can get on was Simone. No. Else, yes. like, what a name. I've got to. Okay. Oh. Um, it was Tomas. And he was alive and he was swimming in the debris-filled waters. Oh. The two reunited and he remained perched on the branch of a tree for another 30 minutes before they heard young Simon, the five-year-old, mm-hmm. yelling for help. The father and son both worked together and pulled Simon out from the water and into the tree. Then, these three made their way to the roof of the hotel. The roof. Because that's how high the waters were. They were able to get onto the roof. And also because they could see that other survivors were congregating, gathering there. Did that happen? Did they go on the roof? I thought that was just like, it really opened my eyes to how like, the reality of like, 
the water has raised to the level of where the roof of a building is. Yes, what's interesting is that they kind of, the first hour of the movie is really just focused on the The mom and Lucas. Oh, okay. And then the second half, you see what... You don't really see how the the oh. dad and son handle the water. Oh, it's not okay. the other sons. You don't really see that at all. Okay. Um, you see him coming like back. To- you see him like towards the end. Of it the looks movie. like he's like wandering, but mm. then you realize he's going back to the hotel and he's been like out searching for Lucas and the mom. Oh yeah, we'll and- get there. Oh okay, we'll, we'll get to that. But yes, they are on the roof. Okay, that's like- interesting that they they just really focused on Maria's like tail and Lucas. well the <clears throat> in the immediate. In the immediate action. action, and then, yes. After hours of staying on the roof of their hotel and helping others out of the water, Enrique had to make a heartbreaking and brave decision. On the roof of his hotel, the father agreed to team up with another grieving husband to go look for the rest of their families. So, basically, Enrique decided to leave his two sons on the roof with other survivors, but also total strangers in a foreign country, like wild decision to have to make to team up with another guy who had missing members of his family to go find the rest of his family. Yes. Was there a side side husband? Yes. Okay. But not at the hotel. Okay. They met in a different spot? Yes. Okay. So he was out looking by himself and left his kids with other people at the hotel. Oh. But they didn't emphasize that as being difficult for him because he would come back. Oh. Like each night. Oh, okay. If that, if they didn't yeah, make that seem like a huge heartbreaking. There's like a separate leaving situation. Okay. Maybe he did come back every night. I, I'm not sure. That's how the movies made it seem. Yeah. Um. So let's go back to Marie and Lucas. Yeah. Because things are happening. Maria is incredibly injured. Horribly. Incredibly. And also the like irony and like drama of it is she's a physician. She, she's a physician. Use your, yeah, use your lips. <laughs> she's a physician and she knows it. She knows she's injured. And um, in, in addition to the wounds that she could already see, Maria knew that she had extreme internal damage and bleeding because especially from all the like underwater hitting things yes. is not like super damaging to the skin maybe but it's like it's, underneath yes. it's very damaging yes they emphasized that <laughs> they did Con- yeah you with could... her like bruising or something yes. maybe yeah clinging to the tree and to her son she later said i could feel the dying process starting especially when you're when you're someone who knows right. also like knows what the dying, the dying process yeah. starting like that's so specific and Especially when you're with your son. Like, if it was you by yourself, that's one thing. And being like, okay, I'm going to die. Here it happens. But, like, now that your son showed up and you're like, I can't fucking die. I have to save him. Yeah. Who cares if I die? He has to live. So, while clinging for their lives, the two ended up saving another boy from the water. His name was Daniel. Mm -hmm. And he is a Swedish tourist who hadn't seen his family since the wave hit. Was he, Daniel in it? Yes, and he was like a little like maybe how young? Four. I couldn't find an age. In the, in the, it, he looked like a four year old. Like he probably could talk, but was like. Oh, was he younger than the he, other son? The yeah, he son. seemed yes, yes, seemed younger. Yes. Ugh, I couldn't find his age anywhere. I feel like that real person, Daniel, doesn't really want to talk about it. So well, I couldn't find much information. In the movie, they kind of make it a whole thing where they're they 
young Tom Holland spies the tree. <laughs> Lucas. He says, yes. Lucas says, Mom, do you think we can climb that tree? And she's like, yes. Uh-huh. And as they're walking, she hears a crying. Oh. And is like, do you hear that? And he's like, Mom, no. We have to get to this tree. What if another wave comes? We'll be like dead oh. if we're down here. We have to. She's like, what she if it's Simon? It she's like, what if it was Simon? Or what if it was Tom- Thomas? Yeah. Um, and so finally he was like, okay, fine. They go back and they get Daniel. And Was the Tom Holland character like very much that? Like, I have to save you. Come on, mom. Yes. They or also like scared. Pa- n- they painted him at the beginning as like this, like. Because he's a main character, right? He is. Okay. A- on like the plane ride there, her, one of the sons, I think Thomas is like, mom, Lucas won't talk to me. And mm. he's just sitting on the plane with headphones and like being kind of emo and a, yeah. like almost teenager. Yeah. And so very that. But when he's with his mom, he was like, he. There's a whole thing about them being scared and her just being like, I'm, I'm scared too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was one part that I didn't include in this, but it was like a quote from Maria saying, while they were like first initially clinging to the tree of like her son Lucas being like, I'm really glad that I'm here with you, mom, and her saying back like, I'm really glad I'm here with you too. That they're like not alone. I thought yeah. that was well, and there's cute. this whole thing if he has to like help her into the tree. This is like a huge mm. part of the movie. I think it's a, it, I mean, it's very metaphorical. She doesn't want, she's like, I can get up. You stay up there. Don't, I can get up. She can't get up. Oh, because her leg. Yes. Mm. And like, and there, there's this whole disgusting part where they're finally getting out of the water enough. Like they've been like up to their necks in water, like uh-huh. waiting. Yeah. And they finally get out enough. Uh-huh. And he sees the back of her leg. Uh-huh. He's like. Mom, you're bleeding. And then she faces him and her, like, whole boob is exposed and, like, has a huge cut. Like, looks like (laughs) she's getting a breast reduction. (laughs) Did you see Nip? Yeah, you saw Nip. Really? Wow. I also saw Nip earlier in the movie when she was, like, (laughs) before everything went wrong. She's, like, getting breasts and they just, like, show her, like, like, I'm like, why are you showing her whole before you're showing me, like, her broken or something? I don't know. But... She, he was like, mom, I can't look at you like this. I can't. Mm. And so then she's like trying to like, she like has to like tie her broken shirt across so that her, her <laughs> Not Tom Holland saying anti-free the nipple. Yeah. So that he her, said, her that little, little <laughs> TH couldn't see her boobies <laughs> and oh, bleeding. No. So. Um, okay. Back to Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Back to Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they rescued him um, and the water started to recede. The three of them were rescued by a local Thai man who refused to let the fellow survivors die. Correct. And he knew that Maria was in desperate conditions and ended up even having to drag her through miles of mud. They showed that. I said, <laughs> men's voices approach and they're here to help, but they just drag Maria and her mangled legs since they can't <laughs> carry her. And she's just like screaming like, Lucas! Please! Because oh. he's, like, desperately trying to, like, clear debris from the path so that she's not getting her leg cut and, like, cut on Ugh. all these broken things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they showed her getting dragged. How, like, on in the, the whole movie, on a scale of 1 to 10, how gory was it? The ten. leg part was really 10. Like, literal a flap of flesh. Ooh. And, like, the amount of blood they show, we're not even at the full gore. Oh. There's more gore to come. Really? I feel like. Oh, God. In my opinion. (laughs) In my opinion. So, yeah, he was dragging her through miles of mud and before they reached safety at a local hospital. I said miles of mud. I don't know if it was miles. 
That seems like a lot. (laughs) It looked it. (laughs) It looked it in the movie. Here, Maria was among many injured, grieving, and casualties of the tsunami. It was also here that Daniel, the Swedish tourist boy, was reunited with his family. No. Oh. Not yet. Really? Not yet? Well, where is is she at a hospital? Yeah. Okay, so yes. There's like a whole (laughs) aspect. You said no. Well, it's like one of the very last like towards the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. That like he kind of oh, because in the movie they get her to this town and okay. then they like realize she needs to be transported so they bring out a door mm. and they put her on the door like yeah. a stretcher and like kind of clean her a little bit and put her in the back of a truck and that truck takes her to the hospital. Oh. With Lucas and she goes, "Where's Daniel? Where's Daniel?" And he's like, "I don't know. I don't know where Daniel is." But he's like oh. he can't he's like can't think about that or worry they about it. They lost him. At that point, yeah. Oh, got it. There was also, when I was doing this, a lot of it is from Maria's point of view. Mm. Like, she's been the most vocal about it. And so, in this moment of, like, the Thai people, the Thai man, I think it was just one guy for real, or in real life, um, that saved her. Then it starts to, like, she was losing consciousness. She was, like, dying. So, there's not as much detail, like, in the information. Because she's like, I don't really know what happened. I was, then I was at a hospital. Since leaving two of his sons on the roof of their hotel, Enrique and the other husband, whose name I couldn't find, had journeyed off in search for the rest of their respective families. These two had searched through different hospitals and triage centers in the area, combing through hundreds of injured people and bodies. Think about that. Like the idea of like, first of all, you're supposed to be on vacation. I'll never forget that part of it is wild to start off with like, Supposed to be celebrating my Christmas vacation, but now I'm searching through like mud and debris, hoping to find my family alive, but then also finding just dead bodies and like hoping not to find my family. Right. Which they do show them going like everywhere and looking. But I have a question. Yeah. Is there a mountain safety situation? Does that ring a bell? No. So. They, after they like. They, they're at the hotel on the roof. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, people are getting rescued. Like, can we leave? And he's like, you guys are going to go to the mountains and be safe. Okay. I'm going to go look for... The dad. Yes. The dad's like, I'm going to go look for our other family. And then, so they get taken and, like, watched by someone. Some, like, woman is like, I'll watch them or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Then he finally makes it to... I don't know where they were. Some type of camp. And he... So he gets like a cell phone and then the bond he makes with this man who gives him the cell phone, that's who he then goes and looks for. And this man's like, oh, oh I was asleep in my hotel room and then I heard a weird sound and I saw the water and I looked at my bed and on there was a note written from my wife that says we're at the beach. <gasps> and it was his wife and daughter that were at the okay, beach. Okay, that so sounds he... like movie magic. Yeah. So... <laughs> I was like, wait, what? So he's like out know. searching. Oh, so he's like a real character. He has like a little backstory. Kind of, yeah, okay. yeah. So anyway, in these hospitals, Enrique, um, he found strangers helping strangers, locals helping tourists, and vice versa. And he saw how kind of like weirdly and darkly uniting that a tragedy can have or that a tragedy can be. Um, It didn't matter who they were. Everyone was working together to survive the tsunami. After two days of searching... Enrique could not believe his eyes when he stumbled across his wife, Maria, laying in a hospital bed with their son, Lucas, right beside her. In that time, Maria had 
undergone a life-saving surgery in the hospital and she was still in recovery. At this point, Enrique went back to the Oregon Hotel to retrieve his two sons. And then finally, after two full days since the tsunami hit, the Balan Alvarez family was reunited, having all survived the tsunami. Mm-hmm. Wild. All survived. Which we'll get to is like wild and crazy with the amount of people who did die. Uh, Maria was the only person of the family who needed long-term medical attention, but after four months recuperating in a hospital in Singapore, the fi- the family was able to make it back home. After four, like, the vacation you're going on then lasted four months wild. Right. Like, oh my god, they didn't get back to Japan for four months. That's interesting that he finds them in bed together. Obviously, the movie makes it a little more dramatic. Yeah. What happened? And so while at the hospital, Lucas, his mom is like, you need to help people. People need help. Oh. And so he's like, how, what do I do? She's like, anything to do anything because there was a disgusting puking situation Okay. where the mom was eating a tangerine and she's like, offer it to this woman next to me. She's like, hasn't been responsive. Mm-hmm. And like, he like goes to try and give it to her. And I think the smell of it makes her like gag and she starts like. Oh. Puking, oh, like no. disgusting Wait, stuff. Wait, the old lady? This like one, just random woman oh. next to her, yeah. Just yeah. starts like gagging and puking. He's like, what What do I do? And then his mom starts gagging and puking. Ew. Just, she pulled some like, I was like, what is this clown trick? She was like pulling some like <laughs> string out of her mouth. I was like, oh, I don't know what's happening. I'm just, just I'm, from like all the swallowed water. and Yeah. It was something. Yeah, something. Ew. So that happens. After that, she's like, go help people because don't just like stand here. Doing nothing. And she's like, where am I going to be? I'll be here. So he starts, like, seeing if he can help. And he starts reuniting, like, looking for people. Someone was like, help me find this person, this this specific name. So then he goes around the hospital looking for this person. And he ends up, like, reuniting a father and son. And then he looks over and there's Daniel. Mm. Sitting in his dad's lap. Swedish tourist. Yes, the Swedish tourist. (laughs) Sitting in who he assumes to be his dad's lap. Yeah. She's like, oh my gosh, I have to tell my mom. So he runs back. Mom's. Gone. Not in the bed. She's gone from her spot. Okay. And he's like, uh, excuse me, what's happening? And a new person's being brought into her bed. <gasps> and he's like, what's ha- what's happening? And like starts like crying and freaking out. And then this Thai nurse comes over who can also speak English and is like, what? just come with me. I'll help you. What had ended up happening was that her records got, the mom's records got mixed up. Whoa. And she got mislabeled for surgery. And they labeled her as... Muriel Barnes. What? Yes. Muriel. Maria. Hello. (laughs) Then he he's like running around. His little brothers spot him while he's looking for his dad. Okay. And then this is where the ball comes back into play. Some kids are playing with the ball. The dad sees that and is like, my kids have to be here. Mm. And then he spots them. So they like have this like weird layered reuniting situation. Then they... All get to the mom, and she's like, oh, great, I can die now. Mm. Literally, she's like, I'm dying, I can die now, I can rest now. And he's like, no, 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 don't do that. Well. But then they go to Singapore. So, the family, though, was forever changed by the events that they had survived. Uh, Maria, she continues to work as a doctor, and is now an advocate for tsunami survivors, and a motivational speaker. Um, Lucas, who is Tom Holland, but not actually. He has committed his life to the medical field as well as his mom. Um, And he worked most recently throughout the pandemic in hospitals 
in London. Tomas studied at a university in Wales specifically for their rigorous lifeguard training program and continues to speak publicly about his experiences. This information is kind of a little old too. It's like when the movie came out is sure. kind of when it, so maybe these people have graduated or whatever. And Simon, who was just five years old when the tsunami hit, now studies in the Netherlands and is a volunteer lifeguard working for his father. Every year on the anniversary, December 26th, the five family members gather on any beach to remember all the souls that did not survive. And a kind of like cool thing about, well, not cool, but a thing about this that Maria was saying was that they always gather on a beach, but it doesn't matter what beach. And that is kind of important because it shows that like they're taking the stories of the victims or like their kind of spirits with them continually, not just like at that one spot. Sure. While also this story is told basically through the eyes of the Balan Alvarez family, it's important to also like know the gravity of what actually happened beyond just like her, Maria's experience. So um, the 2004 Indian Ocean tsunami, which is also called sometimes the Boxing Day tsunami because it happened on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas. Um, it took the lives of just over 228,000 people. A quarter of a million people. Oh my God. Um, in over 14 countries. That's how wide this ban was. Um, and tourists, such as the Balan Alvarez family, accounted for 9,000 of the missing or dead. So about 220,000 was local people and people mm. who this was their home. It is one of the most deadliest natural disasters in recorded history. And the affected countries and local communities have had to rebuild and heal for years since the tsunami hit. And effects of the disaster can still be seen to this day. I saw pictures of satellite pictures of the coastline before the tsunami and after. Mm -hmm. And it literally changed the geography like of the country. That's how much water was like moved the last shot of the movie was kind of a like you couldn't tell what was land and what was water like where Mm. which was interesting and it was a it was an image of them as they were flying she was getting flown out on a plane to singapore which just their family on the plane which i was (laughs) a little bit like "Mm, this looks not great as they're like walking past all these local people that are like also dying yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and more so because they are a white family in this movie. Right. It's yeah. extra yeah. emphasized. Right. Yeah. So that is the unbelievably true story behind the film. The Impossible. Wild. Wild. <clears throat> Terrifying. Probably one of my biggest fears is natural disaster. I think the idea... I know that the Earth is more powerful than humans. I'm well aware but yeah. it feels sometimes like people don't remember the like at any moment it could just op- a sinkhole could open up and just exactly like take with a like seat. human tragedy and like human violence that to me in my brain it's like okay a lot of things have to like add up and like fall into place like a certain person with a certain attitude at a certain time but with natural disasters you are it's out of your control completely and it's just like there's no, there's no stopping it. You're in its helpless. Grasps. Yeah, extremely helpless. And they did a great job of making it, it. It came on quick. 
But even having that extra guy at the end talk about his experience of like, I saw the water, I went to go to the stairs to try and move, and within five seconds, it was at me. There I was can't, nothing to do. I can't fathom the speed. Yeah. It, I saw something that was saying, I think it had been like, when it hit the resort, it would have been slower, but as the ocean water was moving in the sea towards the shore, it reached speeds up to 100 miles an hour. Like just water flying. It looked like that. At the, at the just land. these little heads trying to bob in this like gross uh, brown water. And t- yeah, yeah. So we kind of talked about it a little bit, but now that you have heard what actually happened and have seen the movie of what they made and like the story that they told with it, what what do you think? Base bias or BS, baby? <laughs> base bias and BS and burp? <laughs> oh my God. Um, I think I have to go with based. Yeah. It feels incredibly yeah. accurate. And even as some, de- it feels like there are so many details they were able to capture whether or not they happened in the exact way. Right. It's still a movie. It's still going to try and have an entertainment factor and a, a wrapping up with a bow kind of situation, yeah. which I think they did with, you know, with Daniel and mm-hmm. that aspect. But yeah. Yeah. When I was doing my research, it was almost impossible for me not to also research the movie because what I kind of found out was that Maria Balan, the actual woman, was integral in the movie mm. process. She was there on set with them. The resort that's seen in the movie is the resort that it happened at. And the the spot... Yeah, literally. And the spots that they were standing when the wave hit are the exact spots that the family was in because Maria was there to tell them. So it's just like the most based you can get. Yeah. The hospital that she was in, what that is filmed, was the hospital that she was in. And she was on set and there was something about... I forget what interview I saw this in, but... While they were there, it was supposed to be the dry season and not rainy at all. Mm. But the whole time they were there, it was raining. And when they were filming, it was raining. And Maria, well, the film crew was, like, not happy about it because they had to delay filming and being, like, it's putting us off our schedule. We're here when it's not supposed to be raining. But Maria was like, no, this is better. This is what it looked like. And this is, like, all of, she said all of the souls like talking or like their story being heard and they're like releasing this emotion. So it's like probably the most base we'll get <laughs> in a story of like the, uh, the woman who experienced it. How could it not be based? make the movie? Right. Yeah. And she was like, I want Naomi Watts. These are the people that are playing it. Yeah. If I had the like, choice of who could play me, absolutely. Right. Who'd you pick? If who I had to pick? pick someone to play me, Without the idea that something tragic has to happen to you for a movie to happen, like just in, if a real movie was made about your life, who who would you pick? I the first name that came to my brain, I say it, Allison Stoner. <laughs> <laughs> Allison Stoner, and mine would be like the big breakout role for Sam Smith. Yeah, <clears throat> just based on looks, I don't really know Same. their personality, but except yeah. that also Allison dances the way I think I dance. I would like mm. to dance. Yeah. Okay, enough about that. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, and thanks for being along on this journey. Being along? Coming along. Coming along. Riding along. Being with us. Listening to this... 
journey. Uh, Gosh, we're gonna have to. Verbs remember. biased. <laughs> Verbs biased and BS. Okay, <laughs> bye everyone, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Mm, not Kim Possible, but it's a film titled The Impossible. <laughs> I don't know, it just made me think of Kim Possible. It's one letter. Wait. It's n- no. It's not one letter. It's meant it's one word. It's one word away. Um and it has nothing to do with Kim Possible. Sorry for all the Kim Possible fans out there. We did mislead you. <laughs>